Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the 10 Minute Horror Hour. Alright guys, welcome back to the 10 Minute Horror Hour. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we're going to jump right into this episode, I think. Uh, it's one that we, one that I haven't really been looking forward to recording. I was at first. Uh, this was originally going to be, and for those of you who follow us on um, on Twitter, or I believe we might have posted about this on Facebook, um, but for those of you who follow us, we were really looking forward to recording the uh, the Candyman movie, the new um, new Candyman twenty twenty one movie, and uh, and who's texting me? Why am I getting texts? Huh? Uh, I thought we turned that off. I'm getting chimes during recording, so that's cool. Getting mad already. All right, so. Looking forward to the movie. Uh, went and saw it um, last week in theaters. And uh, just going to say it, honestly, we were extremely disappointed with it. Um, Borderline hated the movie. Uh, I personally have not had this bad of an experience with a movie since uh, It Chapter 2 came out, uh, whenever that was. Uh, was it 2018, maybe 2019? Um, and look, guys, I'll say this. This is, uh, for the most part, you know, I think this is my opinion. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is the way it is. Um, I, I hate when people do that. Uh, but it is my opinion, uh, what I'm going to give you. And I'm not going to apologize about that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm tired of doing that. And, um, you can hate me for it. Uh, I don't care at this point, but you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, so did not like Candyman 2021, um, at all. And, uh, to jump into it, honestly, the, the issues that I have with it are the political messages with Candyman. Uh, now there are people out there that I, I've seen a couple different sides of this where people are saying, um, you know, oh, this new movie is way too woke. Uh, the original had none of these messages in it, uh, and it wasn't about these, you know, pushing a, a, a message on uh, racial injustice. And to those people, you know, I say, you guys, you did not understand the original Candyman at all. Um, the, um, the original Candyman was built on racial assumptions and was built on this um, acknowledgement that racism exists and that it's a terrible, terrible evil. Okay. The original movie is all about that. So uh, if you're thinking about coming at me saying that I don't understand Candyman, well, you're wrong because I understand what the original was about. And I really like the original movie. I think it, I think it has its flaws. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I love Tony Todd in the movie. I love the story of it. I love the character of Candyman. I love the character of Helen. 
it's a really good movie. I'd say it's a great movie. Uh, and so I hold it up there in high regard, uh, especially for 90s horror in general. Or just horror in general. Forget the decade. I think it's just a good horror movie. So yeah, the, the original, for those who've seen it, I'm not seeing anything new. Uh, it acknowledges that racism exists um, and that it's bad. But the thing about the original Candyman is it doesn't presume that uh, that black people are – and I'm just going to be really candid, guys, with this. This is going to be a short, um, a short episode. It's hardly a review, really, um, as just a message that I need to – I feel like I need to say. Um, and so that way people know where I stand. But the original, it does not presume – Okay, that black people are perpetually victimized by racism. Uh, nor does it say that white people are uh, perpetually victim. Uh, sorry, that white people are perpetually guilty of it. Okay, that's first and foremost with it. Uh, it's uh, the movie confronts these racial injustices, and then it lets you know that hey, white people. Uh, are not expected to just, you know, shut up and sit this out. They're not expected to rattle off these apologies for something that other white people did hundreds of years before. Okay. Uh, the character of Helen, she does not feel responsible for the, uh, the tragedy of, uh, of Candyman, uh, of Daniel Robitaille. Uh, she doesn't feel responsible for the, for the state of the um, the projects, the Cabrini Green projects, uh, and at no point does the movie expect Helen to feel that way. Okay, uh, it, it it shows that Candyman himself, that the man who was murdered, uh, is a murdered unjustly, by the way, for yes, for being black. It shows that he is a creation of murderous bigotry the thing about that movie is though it directs its violence largely at other uh, african americans in order to Candyman does this in order to basically sustain his own uh, existence right uh to to keep his legacy alive and if you think about it, that message right there it's a very profound uh, sociological point to think about uh, it's something that, I mean, guys, statistics show that um, that that's something that happens in uh, the black communities now, and um, and and hear me out. I'm not saying that white people, and that's Ed, that the new Candyman would have you believe that white cops. I'm not saying that they don't kill black people. It happens. Okay. It happens, and when it's happened, when it happens wrongly, it's a terrible evil. Okay, but the original Candyman showed what I believe is the truth—that other black people kill black people. Okay, and to cover my base, yes, white people kill white people too. Okay, I'm not denying that, but that is what the original movie is essentially about. And yeah, it goes. It goes deeper. I'm not doing it 100% justice. I know that you guys, some of you guys, are going to pick at this, and and I'm prepared for that, and whatever. Okay, but that is essentially the original movie. The sequel to the movie, okay, it's set it's set in the uh, in present day Chicago, where 
the formerly, I don't know if it's formerly, I think it's, I think it's still Cabrini Green. Well, it's been gentrified into these condos for, you know, young and um, successful people. Uh, and there's remnants of, of poverty uh, throughout it. And those remnants have essentially been boarded off, fenced off, pretty much forgotten about. Okay. Um, focuses on an, uh, an, an artist named Anthony McCoy, who I think was a good actor. Okay. I'm not saying I, I liked him. I don't know if he's been in anything else based off his performance. I suspect he will be. I think he should be. I think he was a good actor. Uh, the, I think Tayona Paris who plays, uh, Brianna Cartwright, his girlfriend, also a great actress. Um, so uh, there are there are strong elements in this movie. I feel like, okay, um, I think there are some very stereotypical casting choices that I think were thrown in there just as a, haha, here's a representation for you. Uh, now you can shut up. I don't think that they were. I don't think a lot of care was brought into uh, some of these characters. Okay. I just don't. Um, the new Candyman, it is very, very well made. The the technology, the the visual craftsmanship is, I mean, it's it's up there as far as what you'd want to see in a 21st century movie. It's it's great. It looks really, really good. Uh, there are there there's not really anything negative to say about the way it looks. Okay, uh, I have. I, I don't think it was that scary of a movie. I don't think it was that bloody. I don't think it was that violent. There was a couple cool scenes, but all in all, even if I agreed with this political message and the storyline that they're shoving down people's throats, I'd still would probably say that I don't think it was that scary or that much of a horror movie. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the point of this to use the word to say that there's a story throughout Candyman. Uh, I honestly think would be, would be a lie. And I think that, I think that's an injustice as well. If I can throw out that word to say that there is a story, uh, about this movie. Um, there is very much a, uh, a collapse of a story in the movie, but I don't think there's much of one, uh, essentially. And don't get me wrong. There's a message to this movie. Okay. That they're trying to, to push. And I'm going to say this as well, guys. I'm not knocking the people that made the movie. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. And I'm going to tell you why uh, I disagree with these people, the people that made this movie. Oh, he's saying these people, he's racist. Yes. Great. Call me racist. Whatever. We're going to lose fans on this one. Okay. And I'm getting another text. All right. The whole thing's going down the drain. That's fine. I don't hate the people that made the movie. I don't think they're bad people, so to speak. Uh, I like Jordan Peele, who I know is not the director, but he's uh, produced it. One of the producers, I think he's a writer on it. Um, I don't hate, and I throw his name out there because I liked Us. I like Get Out. I think he can make good movies. I just don't think this was one of them. I don't think that anyone involved in this movie 
cared about the movie. I think they cared about pushing a narrative and they found this movie was a good way of doing that. Okay. Uh, so essentially this movie, basically it, there's a public discourse on race throughout the movie. And, um, okay. You know what? Hang on a second. We're going to find out if you can hear, (laughs) we're going to find out if you can hear these messages, these, these chimes coming in. Um, that's annoying, but I can't start over. I mean, I could start over, but I'm not going to because I want to get this over with. All right. So the film, the new Candyman, it opens and it closes with a uh, a 100% in unjust, unprovoked police killing of a black man. Okay? 100%. Because, yes, these things do happen in the world. And that is the truth that they happen. I don't think they happen as much as the media would have you believe, but they happen. Okay. The problem is between the beginning and the closing of the movie, there is not one other single example of racism or prejudice throughout the movie towards any of the black characters. Okay. There's not even a racist white character in the movie. There are pretentious, uh, stuck up douchebags that are into art. Okay. And yes, some of them are white. Okay. But I would say that the, um, the main character, who is black, uh, is also pretentious and way too into art. Okay, so there's a level playing field in and of itself. Okay, I think they all suck. But the script of this movie contains a lot of complaints about gentrification, while the main characters are benefiting from it. And that's even a line thrown out in the beginning of the movie by this stereotypical gay guy who's white okay sorry but i feel bad for the for the for the audience for the uh for for gay viewers who want representation because they're not getting good representation okay and before you say oh you're a straight guy you can't speak about that or speak about any of these movies this anything about this movie because you're a white guy that's an identity identity fallacy and you need to be smarter than that if you're going to come at me okay just stop. I feel bad for people that should be represented. Okay. It's America. You should have some representation, but you're not getting real representation. You're getting these stereotypical characters that are belittling. Okay. I'm just going to say, it. I think they're belittling. And so you even get this character making this comment was who's saying like, Oh, you're, you know, you're complaining about gentrification, but you're benefiting from it. Um, while living in this fancy house and they kind of shrug it off and, and basically make him um, without really saying it, make him feel bad for it. And he even, I think even apologizes for it or something like that, or or says like, Oh, I know, I know. Um, The movie basically takes Candyman, who again is a murderer, even though he was unjustly killed. Okay. Doesn't give him the right to come back and murder people. Right, but he does in the first one. He's a villain. He does it again in this one, and and different um, uh, different reiterations of him or um, different verses of him, so to speak. I won't give too much away um, on that, but um, and I'm trying to not make this a spoiler. 
I don't want this. This isn't really a review. I don't think it's fair to say it one, but I also don't care enough if I spoil anything for you. I just don't. Um, and I'm sorry if that loses people, but whatever. Um, the movie imagines Candyman as some kind of like superhero, all right? Fighting, you guessed it, white supremacy, all right? And I don't know. The original Candyman was great because it had themes of race underlying it. Uh, every movie has themes. Every movie has a message, okay? It's just, do you trust your audience enough to get the message? Okay, or are you going to shove it down people's throats? And in this case, I think they're shoving it down our throats. My complaint is twofold. It's with the message of the movie because I think it's wrong. I think people have been brainwashed to believe this stuff, and I don't think it's right. I don't think it's true. I think statistically, you can see this, okay? But this is not me. I'm not getting into statistics. You can, if you're, if you have half a brain, you can look this stuff up and see that what you hear in the news is a lie. Okay. So my my issues are twofold. They're with the message of the movie, but they're really with the way people are handling this movie. Okay. I see so many people that I'm either friends with or that I just follow on social media, fellow podcasters, fellow horror friends. Fans, I should say. I, I, I don't think we're all friends, but um, who aren't even having a conversation about this, okay? And that's what really irritates me is I think some of these people are wrong about XYZ, but I want to have a conversation with them. Some of these people think that I'm wrong about XYZ. But they want me to shut up and they want to silence me and my thoughts about that. And that's the problem. People like that are a tumor on the American soul. And I don't care if that sounds harsh. They're part of the problem. Okay? The shortest distance between two hearts is the willingness to listen. And no one's listening to each other anymore. And so even though I despise the message of this movie. Let's have a conversation about it. Talk to me about it. I don't hate you if you love the movie. But so many people, you, you say, oh, you think this movie is a little too woke. You're a villain. And if you feel that way, fine. Don't talk to me. I, if you don't want to have the conversation with me, then I'm not going to waste my time. But if you want to have the conversation and maybe we can learn from each other, maybe I'm wrong about some stuff. Okay, I'm willing to be wrong. Are you willing to be wrong as well? Can we have the conversation? So many, many people aren't having the conversation. And what's hilarious is that not all of the people are, but a lot of the people that I'm interacting with, the people that are loving this movie and saying, oh, you're wrong, you're racist. They're white people that are saying this, self-righteous white people. Interestingly enough, there are reviews on YouTube where you can look up negative reviews about the movie for the same reasons. They have the same reasons of disliking this movie that I have. Okay. And the people saying this, they're black people. Okay. They're people of color, African-American, whatever you want to say. I know you talk to one person and 
and you can't call them that and you talk to another one and then it's okay, whatever. There are people that get this, okay? There are black people that, that see that the lie, that there's a lie being told. And the lie is that white people are evil. And that white people, all white people should apologize for this, for what's been happening to black people. And that's not true. Right? There's a difference between I'm sorry that this happened to you and saying I'm going to take the blame because I'm not. And a lot of us aren't anymore. You could make a really good movie about how racism and bigotry and prejudice is a burden and continues to be a burden on black people to this day, no matter how progressive we get in culture, okay? You could make a movie about that. And a movie was made about that in 1992, and that was the original Candyman. This new movie is not that movie. And I'm not going to pretend like it is. There's an article online that expresses a lot of what I'm saying, and inadvertently, if I have quoted that person without giving them credit, I'm going to do that now because I don't want to seem like I don't want to seem like all these are my words, okay? I don't think there's anything wrong with finding someone who believes what you believe and who's able to say it better and regurgitating that as long as you truly know what you're saying and believe it. I don't think there's a problem. And so I might have done some of that. And if so, let me just give the credit to this person and say, I think her name is Kim. If you go to Kim T, that's K-I-M-T dot com, and you look up her article, Candyman 1992 versus Candyman 2021, Weekend Sequel Showdown, I think it's called, you can read about this more in depth. She, I think her and I agree on this. Okay? And she says, I think this is a direct quote. She says, both... Films demonstrate how much things have changed over time. Okay, referring to racism, bigotry, all that. But the f these films show that not all change is progress. And I don't think we're really making progress here with this kind of message of the movie. I think we've, I think so many people with good intentions have bought a lie from the media who wants to just divide us. Because if the media and the government can divide us, can divide white people and black people, okay? If they can divide us, then that means we're not going to come after them. So, I think the writers, the directors, the producers, the makers of this movie bought the lie that all black people are victims and all white people are villains. And that's not true. And I don't embrace that ideology. And I'm sorry if that loses listeners. 
loses friends, loses fans. I don't care anymore. Okay. I'm having the conversations that I need to have with my fellow podcasters who are white, who are black, who are fill in the blank. Okay. A lot of people feel the same way that I do right now. I'm tired of it. Okay. And I'm tired of not having the conversation about it. So I hope that this episode, I'm sorry I went on longer than I wanted to. Uh, and I'm sorry that we're not actually going to sit down and review the movie. Maybe in the future, maybe. But I hope that this episode, maybe one that I hope, I hope it lets you guys know where I stand and where we behind this podcast stand, um, because we're not going to lie to you. And if we lose listeners, fine. So be it. I won't lose sleep over it. But I hope this serves as a way to have a conversation with each other. And if you think I'm dead wrong, then just talk to me about it. But really talk. Okay? That's it, guys. Next episode, I promise, will be more lighthearted. Okay? Uh, but we we wanted to get this out there. Um, I wanted to get this out there. I keep saying we. It's because I have somebody else who helps me with these topics and helps editing stuff. But um, I stand by my words. I wanted to get this out there. So appreciate you listening. Hopefully you come back. Uh, but if you don't, I get it. That's cool too. So. Till next time.